Yeah. Some guy called over here, a doctor. He's looking for a driver. You interested? I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour in the Deep South. What other experience do you have? Public relations. Do you foresee any issues in working for a black man? You and the Deep South? There's gonna be problems. Promise me you're gonna write me a letter. No problems. Tell me that don't smell good. I've never had fried chicken in my life. You people love the fried chicken. You have a very narrow assessment of me, Tony. Yeah, right? I'm good. Be interacting with some of the wealthiest people in the country. It is my feeling that your addiction Oof. could use some finessing. Why you break my balls? Because you can do better, Mr. Balalonga. Dear Dolores. I saw Dr. Shirley play the piano. He's like a genius, I think. Come on, take it easy. I prefer not to get grease on my blanket. Ooh, I'm gonna get grease on my blanket. This gentleman says that I'm not permitted to dine here. I'm afraid not. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host Elias Rouse. Today we're discussing Green Book, directed by Peter Fairley. Green Book. A working class Italian-American bouncer becomes the driver of an African-American classical pianist on a tour of venues through the 1960s American South. The two co-star, the two stars in this are Vigo Mortensen playing uh Tony Lip, I believe he had to gain 30, 40 pounds to play this individual, and uh, Marshala Ali, as great as always, um, as Dr. Don Shirley. And uh, the the catch is this is kind of like a reverse driving Miss Daisy, but we have um, Tony Lip as uh, kind of this, ra- I mean, he is a racist um, uh, driver and, and uh sort of a manager for a little bit. He's not quite a manager, but he's he's taking care of Dr. Don Shirley, and Dr. Don Shirley is an amazing pianist. And this movie basically covers their, um, I think it's an eight-week journey or something like that. And the reason it's called Green Book is because, well, uh, green the Green Book is the book they had to follow that allowed uh, people of color to find safe haven and places to rest and motels to stay in and restaurants that would feed you if you were of color. And this was before uh, the the separate but equal was removed. And it's, it's I think it's, the, I guess the Jim Crow laws are still in, in set by this um, time in this movie. Well, this, um, this guidebook is kind of set to the side um, for the majority of the movie. And, it's not so much uh, a drama, while while we're talking about you know the logistics of what the actual film is. Um, it's about two hours and let me see. It's a two hour and ten minute movie, and I honestly didn't feel it. Um, some movies I get to two, two, the hour and thirty minute mark, and I'm like, this needs to wrap up, you know. Now, this movie. I absolutely loved hanging out with these two individuals, and I could have probably watched a miniseries with them. But I mean, the movie was um, was really well done. I'd say the director and writers um, really worked together. I think this is uh, directed by Mr. Fairley as well. Let me see. Yeah, it's written by him and Nick Vallalonga, who is, I believe, the son of Tony Lip. So. Um, yeah, he's he's 
Um, yeah, he's definitely involved in it. And so I think that he has a, a say in um, how Tony was actually portrayed. So it, it, it seems that it might be somewhat um, on to, on par with the facts. So it's not too out of the realm of the possibility of this being a real, you know, it's this isn't too Hollywooded up is what some people would say. Others would say this movie kind of is a feel-good race relations movie when it comes down to it. It shows very um, small segments of how it feels to be in a quote-unquote uh, colored person's shoes. And I, I, I'm a person of color, so I, I believe that uh, I could sort of relate in these minor segments. But it it very much felt like a Hollywood portrayal of what people might think racism was back in the day and how you could possibly overcome it over the course of eight weeks or something like that. And so um, when when saying Green Book is a good movie, I think people just enjoy the performances and enjoy the feel-good aspects that come out of the end of this. Um, but overall, it's it's not a, a grounded portrayal of, of what race relations and what um, people used to act like back in the day. Um, it very much feels Hollywood. It, um, or it feels like it's, it's geared for that. And I wanted to cover Green Book because, uh, the Oscars were coming up. Today is the Oscars and, uh, this will be released after the Oscars, but I, I, I wanted to see what all the hubbub was about. And I think basically it comes down to this was loosely based on a true story and they're loving the performances from Viggo Mortensen and Marshala Ali and the writing is what is sharp the writing is enjoyable to a point where it feels like you're hanging out with real people and it's this kind of it's not a buddy cop movie but it's definitely a buddy buddy movie and Marshala Ali is the asshole and Viggo Mortensen's the the fuck up and so it it plays by the numbers by all those types of movies. It is it, it plays by all the predictable tropes of, you know, those buddy cop, um, you know, on the road, uh, adventure movies. And so, it you know they they don't work. I could tell you the entire synopsis uh, plot, bef- you know, without even spoiling it. You've probably already know it. Um, but yeah, so. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the movie, but it was a predictable ass movie, and it, it it looked nice, but there was nothing about it that really uh, that really shot out. I was like, you know, Oscar winning material. The thing is, I hear the Academy is really digging these two individuals, and they like having a little bit of race relations, and you know, the feel good ending at the end. So. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it won some awards for what it's nominated for. I'm not honestly sure what it's nominated for at the moment. I'll maybe see what it's nominated for. Green Book. Oscar. No. Let me see. I know I gave it some. Let me see. I know it's been nominated for a lot more, but... I wanted to give Green Book the award of original screenplay. I thought it was a great original screenplay. I, I think it's based. I guess it's, it is an original one. So, uh, yeah, that's what I was going for. I don't know if it'll win. I, I it's not my favorite, and it's. Uh, 
it's got a lot of flaws. So that's what I have to say. It's, uh, it's, in my opinion, is it worth checking out? Absolutely. I think it's an enjoyable ride. Is it Oscar material? I don't know about that. Um, Marshall is great. Vega is great. All the supporting characters are great. Or they're wonderful. The performances are, you know, uh, on point. And I don't know. I mean, Italian American stereotypes a little bit bibbidi bobbidi, if you know what I mean. But um, I I still enjoyed it. Um, let's see. Anything else before we can jump into spoilers? Um, this it, it's it, I I find it predictable, but since it's such a feel good ending at the end, I guess it's like fuck it. I guess. Um, let's hop into spoilers. Spoilers for Green Book. So after we see, uh, after we've seen Green Book, we're we're in the spoilers now. Um, at the very beginning, Viggo Mortensen's throwing away glasses that black people have used. Um, and by the end of the movie, he's inviting people into his house or he's inviting a, a, a person of color into his house and the entire family is just accepting of him. I, I like a lot of people don't believe that his racism was cured in a number of weeks. It, I feel like there was probably a lot more pushback. I mean, the, at the beginning, I mean, he didn't immediately accept the job. And, you know, Dr. Don Shirley was in full on African attire. So if he didn't like him as the African and in, in the African attire, I don't know what he he went in full for full African. If he if he had the the, the choice. But um, Vigo. Just, uh, sorry, I keep saying Vigo. It's Tony Lip. Tony Lip, I feel as a character, transforms from a racist to a non-racist very quickly. And I understand that there's not that much amount, there's not a lot of time. But, um, I mean, the majority of the time that we're going along, it feels like a comedy. And, you know, he's trying to get Marshala to eat fried chicken, saying, you're, you're, you know, your people drink, eat it and stuff like that. And it's... It's like it feels like stereotypes of racist uh, accounts that people have had. But I mean, me personally, I you know I've had people say you know oh have you you know you know did you bring the tacos or some shit like that? And it's you know offended me a little bit because it's like I don't even fucking like tacos that much. I mean, I eat them like maybe once every couple of months. But it's like I I I don't like. Latin food as much as probably a lot of Latin Americans and to assume that, you know, you eat what your quote unquote culture eats is uh, makes an ass out of you and me is all I got to say. And that's kind of how they tried to to, you know, to gear it here with Tony Lip's character. And there's really only one scene where Dr. Don Shirley, uh, Marshala really gets to let it out. And it's you know he feel he feels um like he's not accepted in his own culture because he makes probably more money than the majority of of people in his situation at that time and he doesn't feel accepted in a quote unquote caucasian community because they i mean they're fucking half of them are fucking uh uh assholes uh, that he runs into and not saying everyone's an asshole or anything like that but i mean the there's um definitely parts where um he's not welcome and and that's true i mean that's there's nothing wrong about that but um it just feels like there's just one really big breakout scene for him to say something and it's like oh tony's all of a sudden cured and uh he's he's like oh maybe i there's not it's not like 
boom, racism's cured, but it definitely gives a great insight into, um, you know, the struggles of 1960s uh, America being a person of color. And, um, and, and, and from Tony's perspective, it's, uh, the majority of the movie is from Tony's perspective is what I would say. You know, it's, it's very much watching what happens to someone of color if they're not allowed to go into a dressing room or if they're not allowed to stay at a certain place or if they're told they can't get a drink at a bar. It's very much um, watching what happens to, the, you know, to a person of color and not so much living with it, you know. Um, if this was from Marshala's um POV, I feel like it would be a much darker movie. It's it's much more of a comedy. And so because it takes Tony's side, it's much more of a comedy. I mean, it Don Shirley has a dark uh, has a dark story in my opinion. And he has to deal with a lot of shit throughout the movie and and it's a lot of Tony getting saving Dr. Don Shirley out of these situations. And it's a little bit white savior complex, but I'm you know that doesn't necessarily bother me. It it especially because they showed uh, some of the sides of um, Tony that you know weren't so good at the beginning. You know, if he was throwing away glasses that people of color had used at the beginning, he's kind of an asshole. Um, and since it was written by his father and uh, sorry, written by his son uh, Tony Lip's son Nick Falalonga. Um, and interviews that are featured with him, um, I think that it's it, it it's probably pretty spot on to what he was. The thing is, we didn't have enough time for him to come around to to actually believing it. it this was Hollywood fantasy, you know, believability. Um, but there there's some really strong writing within this um, movie. So I I enjoyed the hell out of. Uh, Green Book with uh, with all its flaws. I'm I'm very aware of its flaws. It, with with all the flaws, it's still um, very enjoyable. Um, let's see. I gave it an eight out of ten. It has an eight point three on IMDb, and I bet it has a hell of a good uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. Let's see. Rotten Tomatoes has this at eighty percent right now. Okay, that's not bad. I, I thought it was going to be a little bit higher, but yeah. And uh, yeah, I got uh, five nominations in the uh, in the Oscars. So, best picture winner. I don't know if it would win best picture. Mm. Kind of hope it doesn't. It's not really my. Mm. All right, check out the rest of the podcast. See what else you're missing. In, uh, other Oscar 2018 information is going to be probably coming down the tube. This was probably second to last, if not one of the last movies that we've covered for 2018. All right, y'all. Rate, share, subscribe, Lucky Dog Podcast, the Lucky Dog Podcast, gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns. Thank you for listening. And it's perfect. Totally. Come on, get out. You never win with violence. You only win when you maintain your dignity. You don't know your own people. You, Mr. Big Shot, doing concerts for rich people. So if I'm not black enough, and if I'm not white enough, then tell me, Tony, what am I? Don't you tell me? Anyone can sound like Beethoven. But your music, what you do, only you can do that. What do we do about the bones? We do this. (laughs) Pick it up, Tony. Squirrels would eat it anyway. Pick it up.